Good morning and welcome to this continuing look at Paul's letter to the church at Colossae. We are picking up in chapter 3 of that book, that biblical book that was a letter originally, and we're going to start with verse 5, but to help with the context, I want to read back to verse 1 of chapter 3, and we're going to, Lord willing, work through the first 11 verses, primarily focusing on verses 5 through 11 of chapter 3 of Paul's letter to the Colossians. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, open the eyes and ears of our understanding that we may see and hear and receive what you have for us in your word today. We pray in Christ Jesus. Amen. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above and not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desires, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. And these you too once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which self which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. Here there is not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. God bless this reading and understanding of your holy word, we pray. Amen. So Paul is is writing to this church. He's encouraging them because there have been some people that have come in and have tried to start some false teaching, and he's telling them, If then you have been raised with Christ, what does it mean to be raised with Christ? It means that you've been born again. You've gone from being dead in your sins to alive in Christ when we're born again. Jesus told uh, Nicodemus, he said, you must be born again. You must be born from above, born spiritually. And so he says, if you've been raised with Christ, Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ, therefore it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, and the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me, and that means to be raised with Christ, raised from death to life, seek the things that are above. In other words, we need to fix our minds on things that are above, not the things on earth. It's not that we don't deal with the things on earth. They're a real part of our lives, but we don't set our minds on them. We don't focus on those. We don't put our hope in those things. 
Uh, he says, for you have died, your life is hidden with Christ in God. That goes back to what we just uh, was referring to, Galatians 2.20. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory, looking forward to the time when Jesus Christ will come back. And he will come back. And Scripture promises us that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. If you're in Christ, you're bending and, and you're honoring Christ as Lord now. But if, if you're not, then one day you will, all will. It says every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. So that's the background. That's where we left off last time. So he says, <clears throat> he doesn't start off with the word therefore, but in verse 5 we see therefore, and we need to know what it's there for. And it's there because, he says, since you have been uh, raised with Christ and you're not setting your mind on the things on earth but on things which are above, then you must put to death, that is, you have to be intentional about it, that you're not going to live in these things anymore. We've still got a battle going on, and as long as, as long as we're alive, the battle between our old self, our flesh, and the new self is going to be a real battle. And so we have to put these things to death. We have to say, uh, I know what you are, I know who you are, and I don't have anything to do with you anymore. You know, I was talking to a friend, I think it was yesterday, and we were talking about how thoughts come to us that are impure thoughts. And, and he was talking about, and I related with him, how we can kind of beat ourselves up about those thoughts. But it's not the thought that's the problem is what do we do with it? And we have to put it to death, just like it's saying. Put to death whatever is earthly in you, sexual immorality. As long as, as we're alive, we're going to be attracted to things that are inappropriate. It, it's a natural, it's a reaction of our flesh, but our flesh can't control. We have to put to death those things, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire. All of those things are one thing. That's, that's the old nature, the sin nature that's in us. Sin is an event, but sin is a nature Sin is our nature. We inherited it from Adam, from the original sin. Adam wasn't born that way, but he rejected God's uh, way and God, God himself and did things his own way, Adam and Eve. And so that sin nature has been handed down. But then what Jesus sometimes called or referred to as the second Adam, he came and lived the sinless life that Adam should have lived, trusting fully. He was, Jesus was fully God and fully man. He trusted completely in God, in the word of God, and lived that sinless life. And so we, we are in Christ, and we have to put to death these things, these passions, these evil desires, these covetousness, he said, which is idolatry. 
Idolatry is to put anything ahead of God, anything in our life. It can be the most beautiful thing in the world. It might be the most beautiful, cute, precious grandbaby or child or other person that you've ever known, but they cannot stand in the place of God. They cannot stand between us and God. If you know, it, it sounds wrong to say that we got to put them aside, but we put God first. And the truth is, when we put God first, then people will be treated far better by us than if we put the people first, because then we're going to have a backwards way of living. We're going to be living according to the world. Anybody in the world can do that, but only in Christ can God come first. So we have to put those things away, uh, this idolatry. He says, on account of these, the wrath of God is coming. On account of sin, uh, all who all who don't uh, put their trust in Christ, the wrath of God is coming. There is a day of judgment where people who are in Christ won't stand in that judgment, but all who are not in Christ will stand in that judgment. The day of wrath is coming. Read the book of Revelation and Daniel and other books. It's crystal clear. He said, in these you too once walked. That is, in those old ways, in those sinful ways. We lived in them. He said, you walked in them when you were living in them. You're still living with them. I'm still living with them, that that these struggles are there, but we're not living in them. That's not the way we walk anymore. Do we sometimes get off the path? Absolutely. I do every day. I have a wrong thought. I say a word when I get angry or that even that I get angry and, and, but I'm not living in them. That's not the course of my life. That can't be the course of our life. So he says, but now verse eight, you must put them all away, put them away, put them behind you. Take those thoughts captive to Christ when the lustful thought or the angry thought or the malice or the slander or the obscene talk, Put it away. Take it captive to Christ. Say, I can't, I can't think this way. I can't be this way. My life is no longer my own. I belong to Christ. So he says, put them away. Put what away? Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. He says, do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices. The old, the old man is dead, but he's still alive in us. There's still a battle. We're a new creation, but that old man is still hanging on. And we need to, we need to put off that old self. Every time that old self pops up, we have to put it off. We have to say, no, that's not the suit I wear anymore. I wear the righteousness of Christ. I'm going to throw this old this old garment, this old way of thinking, this old way of speaking, this old way of being, I'm going to throw it away. And we throw it away, and, and then like a, a bad penny, as the old saying goes, it comes back, and we have to deal with it again. But every time it comes back, we throw it away again. And somehow through that process, as we yield more and more to Christ in us, 
then we start to win more of those battles than we than we lose. He says, you have put off the old self, and we have to put on the new self. We have to be intentional. We have to, to get dressed in Christ. We have to spend time alone with God. We have to spend time in God's Word, not to gain information, but to come face-to-face with God, to be transformed, to be renewed in our minds. We put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. We are to be Christ-like, and that's happening to us as we trust in God, as we look to Him, as we rest in Him. More and more, we become like Him. We, 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 his image is stamped more and more on us. And so then he closes this section by saying, there's not Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised. He said, but Christ is all and in all. He's writing to the church. He's writing to people who are in Christ Jesus, who have been born again. He's saying it doesn't matter if you're this color or that background or this wealth or that poverty or any of those things. All that matters is Christ. Christ is everything. Everything we need is in Christ. He's the way. He's the truth. He's the life. Christ is all and he's in all. He's in all of us because we're in Christ. He's in us. We've been born again. We've been born from death to life, to life in Christ. And Christ is everything, and he's in us by the grace of God. Amen? Amen. God bless you.